This is the podcast for June 5th, 2016, for the documentary film Indelible, a documentary film in progress. I've learned from Carl Harp over these past two years as I work on the film. I read Harp's letters, I get to know his friends, or one-time friends. The other day I was sitting in a cafe with John Bosch, his former cellmate, and the light hit the side of his face just right. It illuminated his cheekbone. He has really high cheekbones. And I saw, just for a moment, what he looked like when he was young. And I could imagine him talking with Carl, laughing, sparring, generating ideas. This is how it works when you work on something. When you generate something like a film or any creative project. You get submerged in it and then an image pops in. A seemingly unimportant image like the light on John's cheekbone. And then you get a whole slew of images, a whole series which builds an image sequence. Being in the state of mind to engage in this process takes energy and clarity. And if you're feeling sick, it doesn't work. You're too busy being sick. Or if you're worried intensely about shelter or food, it doesn't work. Your mind is too busy. Which leads me to another epiphany this week about eating, about why it's important to have access to food that is alive, like fruits and vegetables and nuts when you are poor. My own experience of going to the food bank showed me that what is given is rarely this kind of food, but instead carbs and sugar. And I read prison diets are similar, carbs and sugar. John Bosch has confirmed this for me, as did a man named John Kiriko, a whistleblower who was recently released from prison. And Carl wrote about it too, carbs and sugar and low quality protein is what he described. John Bosch said inmates were allowed to work on the quote-unquote warden's garden, which was a vegetable garden at Walla Walla State Penitentiary in Washington State, whose only goal was to generate vegetables for the warden, not for the inmates. Keeping the inmates on carbs and sugar keeps them depressed and with low energy. It also breeds illness, like cancer and fungal infections, which cause autoimmune disease and weakness. I have to wonder if this is intentional. And is it intentional to keep those in poverty outside of prison in this state as well, creating a more controllable population? A friend said it was likely more to do with the markets and greed the low-quality food suppliers were making a living providing these supplies. And they had a lucrative 
forever agreement with the state or federal prison authorities to continue this relationship. But I don't know if that's all there is to it. When you're in poverty, which I have been most of my life, it is easy to fall into a poor diet. Eating well, eating living food with high nutritional content is not easy to access without money, tools, and education. The only reason it is so difficult is because our culture in the States is set up to make poor nutrition easily available and good nutrition available only if you have the funds to access it or you're particularly inventive. <laughs> it becomes part of your local culture, what those around you prefer. In poverty, candy and sugar are often considered rewards unless parents make, considered, make a considered effort to change this. My former mother-in-law, who grew up in a radical leftist Jewish co-op called the Coops in New York City, grew up on welfare, which she described as a humiliating experience because of how the case managers treated her family. But her mother was wise and taught the children that it was the inside of the broccoli stock that was the rare treat. She even gave it a special name. And so my mother-in-law grew up healthy and strong and loving vegetables. But this is rare. And her mother was an immigrant. She had not been indoctrinated with the American propaganda that teaches children in poverty to love sugar. So what did I learn from HARP that is impacting me these days? To have resilience, not endurance, but resilience. As Steph Davis, the climber and wingsuit jumper said, endurance is gray, it's stoic, it's somewhat lifeless, but resilience is rebounding, it's chaotic, it has no known outcome. I learned from Carl Harp that no matter how difficult my life circumstances are, where I live, how I live, or what threats I face, that I look for ways to see the same struggle in others and work to alleviate their need. If you feel badly for losing something, anything, anything you felt was important, you say to yourself, I'll get over it. These were his words, his chosen words. And you let go, and you focus on solving the same problem for someone else. So now to change gears a bit. Last week I got a letter from the lawyer representing the FBI in my FOIA lawsuit against the FBI. The case was filed in November of 2015, but not served on the FBI until April. So really it is just beginning. So I, I filed a complaint describing Carl's murder and why the FBI should release or should have released 
Carl's FBI file, as well as that of my father, the journalist who started this investigation, but was told to drop this story, and then died shortly thereafter. Well, the FBI has a few weeks to reply to the complaint, according to local court rules. They have to lay out their facts, showing why my complaint is not valid. But they've filed nothing, and they've missed deadlines. Clearly, they don't want to respond to the complaint. And I think there's a number of reasons why that might be possible. They are also in default. They've missed their deadlines. But last week, they wrote the letter and offered to settle the lawsuit before they respond in court. They said Carl's case was historically significant and for this reason, they could expedite the release of documents at a faster rate. Now, it's good to have that statement by the federal government, by the FBI. But they could have done this years ago when I requested expedited processing. But they refused, forcing me to go to court to get the public documents. After receiving this letter, I have to consult with those who know more about these issues. And I can't say much more about it here, as it would be unwise. But I wanted to let everyone know that there's been some movement in the case. And that's all I have for today. Good night.